The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Before I start with the prophecy for today, I want to correct myself with a message, Let There Be Light, last week. I quoted John chapter 1, verse 44 through 46, when Philip told Nathaniel, his friend, that they have found the Messiah and that he is Jesus of Nazareth. And Nathanael asked in verse 46, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Last week, instead of saying it was Nathanael, I said it was Stephen. Wrong. It is Nathanael, and I apologize for that. For those of you that are versed with the Bible, you know, you already knew what I'm talking about, but I want to correct myself, okay? There are lots of wonderful things happening in this country that is affecting the whole world. Glory to God. And at the same time, lots of wonderful things are happening in the body of Christ that are mind-boggling. What a great time to be in the kingdom of our God. If you ask yourself, how come these things are not happening in my life? Stay tuned. Take a listen. You need to have an attitude adjustment. Okay, brother? Okay, sister? In John chapter 1, Verses 1 through 5, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Keep that in mind especially verses 4 and 5. That life was the light of all mankind, and Jesus made us to be his light now, as he is sitting in the right hand of God, making his enemies to be made his footstool. He passed that baton to all of us born-again Christians, okay? Verse 5, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Automatically, when the light shines, darkness disappears. To those of you who seem that being able to get out of bad situation, who have challenges, who have afflictions and pain, who are facing many challenges, let the Lord Jesus be the Lord of your life, not just Savior, but the Lord of your life. And that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness will be dispelled or will disappear in that area of your life. Trust Him. It is as easy as that. When we are born again, we are not under the law anymore, but we are under grace. We may live here in this world, but we are not of it. Our lifestyle, our confession and profession, our priorities are not the same as the world's. It is different. Because in the kingdom of God, Jesus Christ is our priority. And we apply his ways of doing things here on earth that will shed light into the dark areas of our lives. So let there be light. Okay? 
prophecy released for 2018 and beyond is this. We are in an accelerated mode. The kingdom of our God and the kingdom of this world. Everything is moving fast and both kingdoms are producing the fruits. Okay? So for us that are in the kingdom of our God, the good seeds we sowed all these years will come to bear fruits and we will harvest these fruits. Things we used to wait for a long time to manifest, not this year. So now, on the contrary, bad things, the wicked people, the bad things that they were doing and they were getting away with, those too will bear fruits and they will harvest that. While the body of Christ is harvesting righteousness, the world is harvesting wickedness. For the wicked, we can say that they will experience the boomerang effect. All their hypocrisies, all their double standards, all their calling evil good will go back to haunt them. And the same thing that they have said, confessed, and did, they will harvest them, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And you know what? That is still the mercy of God. Because he will allow them to experience um, the seeds or to eat or partake of the fruits, the bad seeds that they have, so that in the end there is a good chance that they will change their ways and they will call on the name of the Lord and they will be saved. In God's heart, it's always about love and mercy and forgiveness and second chances. Okay? He is that wonderful. One example, I released a prophecy last Sunday, the same prophecy that God is accelerating everything and manifestations of those things from him concerning the body of Christ. As a sign that we are in accelerated mode, he said, and I released it last Sunday, that there will be some things that will happen in Washington, D.C. that are in accordance to his will and ones that manifest the instruction for the body of Christ is to spend time with him, pray in the spirit, and correct those things that the Holy Spirit will show you that need correction, and things will drastically change in our own personal lives. Me and Mike attended a minister's conference in Fort Worth, Texas last week, KCM minister's conference to be exact. All the revelations and prophecies we received in 2017 and the prophecies I released for 2018 were all confirmed from the mouths of this great man of God, actually 15 of them. They confirm each one that I released and I preached about last week. What we have been prophesying and hearing from God, that is a very humbling experience for me and I was really encouraged. At the same time, I recognize the responsibility when God gives you prophecies and revelation that I have, that this ministry, we have to share these revelations and prophecies to every and by every available means possible. And that's where you come from. That will be your part. Your part is to receive the prophecy, obey the instruction, and share it to others. Share it to others and tell them 
that is preaching the gospel and making disciples on your part. You have to obey and follow the instructions to the letter. Okay? So on the second day of the conference, in the evening, the Lord instructed me to watch the news. That there is a manifestation of what he had me released that week. And the signs that will manifest that God was talking about. And so there it is. For the first time, our president, vice president, and the speaker of the house all spoke and declared that day that their support, they support the sanctity of human life. If you miss that significant event, it is time for you to stop everything and thank God for his mercy towards this country and that his will will be done here on earth and God will continue to use our political leaders to bring about and this nation to bring about godly changes here on earth. God is using our president and many of our political leaders to judge other nations of the earth. This is a strategy by God being inspired, our leaders, our, especially our president, being inspired by the Holy Spirit and listening to God-fearing men and women that are his advisor. God has placed brothers and sisters in Christ who fear God and who also have brilliant minds and have the strategy to counsel the president. Let us continue to pray for them. At the same time, everybody knows that our embassy will be moved from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And it was just announced by Vice President that it will be accelerated. Instead of being finished in four years, now they're talking about two years or even 12 months. What does it mean? Well, because the acceleration mode in everything is taking place, and it also means that Jerusalem, being the capital of Israel, is completely off the table from the peace negotiations in the region. This is how significant this one is. This is how big it is. And it, all of those things, just like our president, the vice president, the speaker of the house, um, uh, supported the sanctity and expressed their support for the sanctity of human life. That is dear and important in the heart of our God. Same thing with Jerusalem being declared as a capital of Israel is very important and dear to our God. What does it mean? It means to say that we, the people of God, the Lord is now hearing our prayer and he's healing the entire United States of America in spite of ourselves because he is that good. Okay. And, and the most important thing is this ministry. And since you support this ministry, you are part of it. The Lord sent us in Israel last year during Pentecost and instructed me to lead others to prophesy and pray for our embassy to be moved from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. We walked that land. We prophesied that land. We took pictures because we know it is coming because God have spoken and he said that President Trump will be the president who is going to honor that commitment, not only to the American people, but to God and to the nation of Israel. Glory to God. Our Lord Jesus Christ have chosen Jerusalem as his city, and he commands us 
all of us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And it's now, it's getting easier and easier. Isn't that wonderful? And for the body of Christ, let us remember that we are not under the law. We are under grace. Also, keep in mind, any unconfessed sin is not forgiven. You need to go to our Lord Jesus Christ or run to him and ask for forgiveness and tell him, tell him of everything that you're going to uh, through and then ask, be humble enough to ask for his forgiveness and ask the Holy Spirit to, to show the way out of your situation. Okay. And then don't do those wicked things again. Don't sin anymore. Because once you ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you, they are erased and forgiven and forgotten, and you need to move on. That's how much Jesus loves you and how wonderful and merciful he is. So for those of you who are still pining away the good old days, always looking back and always melancholy and depressed because you're not getting what you want, what a waste of time. What a waste of effort. What a waste of your gifts, because you are a gift to the world, and you have an important job to fulfill, that is to glorify Him. And at the same time, what God has for you, it is a lot, lot better than your desires right now. So it's like you cannot even comprehend every time God manifests blessings to you from now on, if you accept him, they are so good that, that the only reason that you deserve them to enjoy them and to live like a king is because he is in love with you. He loves you and he will never give up on you. So take a stand and move on. Okay. Now, having said that, God will not give you anything or bless or manifest something that you will end up hurting yourself or others. You need to be found trustworthy in little things. Luke chapter 16, verses 10 through 12. Whoever, Luke chapter 16, verses 10 through 12. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? You need to be found trustworthy so that you will not hurt yourself or not hurt others. Okay? Because the true test of how matured or immature we are is when we have the power to destroy or to retaliate when we have all the resources, when we have all the fame and somebody sin against you or somebody offended you, what are you going to do with that power? What are you going to do with that resources? See, Jesus has all the power in heaven and earth to destroy all of us when we sin and create a new generation of people. But he would not and he will never do that because of his love towards you and me. So my focus for the next several weeks is for Freedom Fellowship Church to have an encounter with God. I started teaching them how to develop that personal, intimate relationship with God. Our Lord Jesus Christ needs that relationship. He desires it. From my own experience and walk with the Lord, I know definitely 
once you fall in love with Him, you will never go back. And in spite of the hardship or challenges you will face along the way, in the end, you will still choose Him. Because why? That relationship, the Holy Spirit will make sure that it will go deeper and higher and that He will continue to ignite that fire in you. And our Lord Jesus Christ will never waste time. He will love on you. He will accept you for who you are. He will strengthen you. He will encourage you. He will protect you. He is in love with you. Okay? Your life following the Lord Jesus Christ and you preaching the gospel of good news never gets old from that time on. And there will always be signs and wonders following you. And it is going to be an exciting and fulfilling life no matter what. He is that good. Okay? As I mentioned to you during our previous broadcast, we cannot help ourselves but to expand our outreaches. Time is at hand. Joshua, Nicole, and Kobe, and James when he has time, are expanding the website. He has all the technology they're researching, and probably real soon, we will going to offer and start the prophetic school online. We heard from our partners and members, the listeners of this radio, and for those who follow Sons of God Ministries, our website, SOGMI.org. All the data received. Always show that the prophetic training and school, they're very much needed in the body of Christ. We're talking about the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ, okay? It's not about end times. It's not about that. We are in the last days and we should focus on the challenges that we face today, okay? I will focus on that too. And I've been preparing and encouraging the core team to take their post. And they start mentoring. They started teaching. They started praying more. And uh, some of them will help me in the prophetic and business goals. I am a team player. And I don't want the responsibility that everybody is depending on me all the time when it comes to the works in the kingdom of God. And as long as... You do not deviate from the vision of this ministry. You can go as high and far as you will allow the Lord to lead you. The most important thing is I would like for you to really experience the supernatural. And people will see your life and they will see your glory. And you know what? Success, solution, answers. Those are the ones that will lead others to look on you and to believe your message. So let us disciple one another and let us allow ourselves to be trained. If you know that you don't need any training or discipleship, that is the time that you need one. Okay? And the Holy Spirit is always our teacher. He will guide us into all truth and he will speak what he hears from God the Father and God the Son. 
if you are led by the Holy Spirit, you can never be led astray. He will make sure of that. Even if you make a mistake, he'll correct them as long as you cooperate and submit to his dealing. And I just want to remind you in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, the Great Commission, Jesus did not just command his disciples to go to all nations and to make disciples, but he commands every born-again believer to obey this commission. Yes, you give to this ministry, you pray for me, and yes, you tithe, and you support and finance ministers that are going in the mission field. And so that is wonderful. All of us should do that. In accordance to our resources, we have to be extra generous. But you know what? In addition to that, God will never excuse us from obeying this great commission. So what do we do? We don't look at the pulpit as the ultimate because your life is the living epistle for the world to read. Your example, the life on how blessed you are and how faithful you are, you can win them to Christ because you'll be the answer. And you can disciple within those sphere of influence outside of the four walls of our buildings. Because it's either you're born again Christian or you don't. You cannot turn that thing off and half of you belongs to the world. It's not going to happen. Okay? You know, every Sunday service, every Wednesday service, we have to have a new person to come in, to get ministered to, to get prayed for, because if we operate and obey and we are mindful that God expects all of us to obey him because we love him, that is the Great Commission, all of our Sunday services and Wednesday services will be all full. Okay? So it is not an excuse for you. I am glad you are a tither. I am glad you give above and beyond your tithe. I'm glad you are volunteering. I'm glad you are financing the mission, and I'm glad you're supporting this ministry. But you can also preach the gospel by your life and within your sphere of influence, even your own family. Okay? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 13 it says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service. All of us need to be equipped for the works of service. What is that work of service? That is not just the ministry of health. That, that is not just washing dishes. That is not it. The works of service in the kingdom of God is to preach the gospel, to minister to one another, to pray for one another. And yes, those volunteer works, okay? So to equip his people for works of service until we all reach unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the stature or fullness of Christ. God gave the five offices, not just as pastors, okay? But all of the five offices have one purpose, to equip his people for works of service in this world, okay? So it is important for us to understand that, okay? Just like here at Freedom Fellowship Charts, we do fundraising events. It is different from others because we invest money on the stuff that we sell, okay? We pray over them and we all work. I'm teaching everybody how to do business God's way. That is on-the-job training. And at the same time, we are financing the gospel. 
especially now. I'm scheduled to go to the Philippines and then lead a group in Nigeria and every other places for 2018. I'm also planning on holding a prophetic school probably within the next three months because I need to follow up on the prophecies that were released because the Holy Spirit is so active and he's giving us a lot and I want to share those with you. Okay? It is important for us to understand that all of us has to be in the works of service inside and outside the four walls of our ministry. It is a lifestyle for all of us. You don't need to quote scriptures. You don't need to pray loud. You don't need to be obnoxious. They are watching you. And if you have problems or issues with a company that you work for or your supervisor and say, you know what to do, what the Bible said, you pray, you pray for them. And I guarantee you, they will feel that prayer. They will grant you favor like the Lord was with Joseph and he found favor. You understand what I'm saying? That's who we are. You'll find favor. And I'm running out of time again. Remember, we are in an accelerated mode. And I bless you for tuning in. And I bless you for supporting this ministry. We have lots of work to do. And now I will do my part. You will do your part where you're at. Amen. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.